At the moment, it feels like every time I wake up, there's a bill on my bedside table, there's an invoice in my inbox, and it's from the universe saying, you used this much oxygen yesterday, you owe us $100. Every time I wake up, there are more bills, and you're no different. It's expensive out there. Things cost so much money. We need to live our life, we need to do our business as usual stuff, but we also need to date. We also need to have quality time with our loved ones, our boyfriends, our girlfriends, and our families. In this episode today, we're going to talk about low-cost date options. But as you'll start to hear, this is an encouragement to get creative with your thinking around first-time meetups, first-time dates, second-time dates, and also activities with your family. If you've got a couple of kids or if you're collecting kids and you you need activities to do, some of the stuff we talk about can be used in a family sense. Before we get into it, I'd like to thank our show partner, Sky Wealth. Hey, real talk, you need to get your life and your income insurance sorted. It needs to be one of the biggest priorities in your financial life. Before you worry about investing, before you worry about going on a silent yoga retreat in India, that's cute, but you need to get your life and your income insurance sorted because everything we do in our financial life is based on money walking in the door each and every week. So you can head to sky.com.au. You can have a 15-minute chat with them, no cost, and they'll just walk you through the process. Thanks, Sky, for supporting the podcast. I'm joined by Gina and Troy. They've got some low-cost date options. My name's Glenn James. Let's do a podcast. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Gina and Troy, welcome to the show. Hi. Hello. Thank you for having us. Now, I randomly met you guys at a money event at the end of last year, mm. and we got talking after the event, and I'm like, oh, that's some good ideas. I think I was telling you about my 22 dates that I went on, because I went on 22 dates for 2022. Is that? And what number and was Troy? He was number 10. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, we got halfway and I ruined the series. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, so you didn't do the rest of the 22? I, or I you stopped when you found I gold? Did. I just, I did the rest of the dates with Troy because we're in I love. I encouraged her to do all 22 because I was invested in seeing how they all went. Yeah, yeah it, was a, it was a fun time. But um, unfortunately, I tried. I really did try. But it's it's weird. I was like, I can't do it. I mm. this guy's it. Yeah. <laughs> so that was great. Well, love. Am I right? <laughs> am I right? So twenty two dates in twenty two didn't work. You met Troy. <laughs> yeah. And here we are, you guys. Before we get into the date and the low cost options, maybe tell us a little bit about what each of you do. And then I think we'll do the date options, and we might, if we have time, swing back around and talk about how you guys do money together. So I'll start with you, Troy. What do you do? And how old are you guys? Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm 32. Yeah. And my sort of like main career job is I'm a primary school teacher. And then my passion that I'm turning into a career is I do photography uh, and videography as well. So that's sort of like what I do. Mm. 
and yeah. how I get by. Yeah, love it. <laughs> yeah, I am Gina Rose Drew. I'm 31 years old and I'm an actor. Ooh, yeah, look out. Fancy. Look out, Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> well, at the moment, let's just say like the ads or the commercials between your favorite shows, but okay. <laughs> maybe Netflix one day. <laughs> All right, awesome. So, are you a nine to three primary school teacher? Sort of. This year I will be. So I've done full time before yep. and I went through all of um, COVID doing full time. Mm. After that, I took a break and I went, I'm just going to drop down to casual and kind of pursue learning photography and really mm. understanding that, putting time and effort into that. And just this year, because I've looked at, I've looked at finances and gone, I definitely need to kind of build up a bit more savings to really propel myself to what I want to do next year and give myself more time. Mm. So I've taken on a full-time role this year with year one, which I'm really excited about. And the class I hopefully will have, we've got a sneak peek of what they are. I'm going to have a bright bunch of a mixture of really funny kids and also some like really wonderful ones that are really quite talented, which will be challenging for me. So acting, teaching, love, life, <laughs> we're here. So when you said we've got low-cost date options... Are you both, I'm just going to say it, like, are you both tight asses? Are you savers? Are you spenders? Like, where did this come? Or was it just a, this is expensive, like I talked about at the start of the show, we can't just spend all our money on dates because we get the same benefit whether we spend $100 or $25. Mm-hmm. Where did it come from? Yeah, I think for us, we have always been on the same page about wanting to spend quality time together. Like that's a huge value for us. And I think it was being on the same page of like what that budget for that time, I guess, is for us, whether we're able to spend, you know, like you said, a hundred dollars a date or not. And I, I'm a low income earner because my income is inconsistent. And so for me, my budget was quite low and, I really, I like I value in a partner that we, we match that together. So that's sort of where it came from. It's like we want to spend this quality time together, mm. but we don't want it to be at the cost of our finances in any way. So before we hit record and, you know, started this episode, you wanted to talk about some stuff before we just dive into cheap date options. Like, let's go to one of the options everyone is like, let's go to Woolworths and steal a heap of groceries and have fun together. No, joking. <laughs> Um, yeah, so date idea, that's for sure. (laughs) Yeah, if you like doing hard time in prison, (laughs) we got the date for you. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You need to rob banks. So, okay, so what do you want to talk about before we get into solution mode? What's important to talk about with your partner? The the one thing when we started talking about this is our first sort of solution point, the thing we needed to really come up with was. The idea of cheap is different to everyone, mm-hmm. depending on your, not just your income, but li- literally how you spend money, how you see money. The idea of what is cheap is, is really different for every single person. So we had to come up with, okay, for where we are financially and how we see money, and though we, we are on the same page with a lot of things that we agree on, the very beginning of that was like a really big discussion about how we see money. And Gina really pushed that forward of what's your money story and mm-hmm. where does, where do you, how do you value things? We then had to come up with, yeah, what's the price point? What is a cheap date for us? So for everyone out there, it'll be, it might be different for you and that's okay. But we had to kind of set a starting point. And our starting point was we, we thought about dinner and a movie, right? The classic. Such a great date. But um, that can be expensive. It is so expensive. <clears throat> we like averaged it out and it, it averaged out at between 50 and $60 per person. 
for dinner and a movie. Yeah, if you're not taking advantage of like your cheap Tuesdays yeah. or deals or anything. Okay, so if it was a hundred, we'll just call it a hundred square. Hundred bucks, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, for a date. In your relationship, is that a cheap date or is that expensive? No, that we would definitely save up for that one. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, yeah. It's, it's not something that we will go out and do every weekend. But if we, I guess, didn't go on like a weekly date and we saved that money up, we could go for like a weekend trip away once a month with that mm. money, you know? Um, and once again, then that comes back to your values. Would you like to spend like a weekend like camping together and spend a little bit more money? Or are you a sort of couple that like want to go out more regularly and spend less money? Mm. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. And a lot of the these ideas that we've sort of come up with, even though we set this idea of about a hundred bucks for a date is... I guess a maximum. I don't think many of them really hit that hit at that. all. Yeah, the date ideas that we've got coming up for you. Um, well, like if you did a hundred dollars a week on dates or going out, that's five grand a year. That's so yeah, much. Yeah, it is. And <laughs> I think, and and you know, people listening, there's going to be, you know, people of all different ages and stages listening, mm. like going out once a fortnight would sound like a dream to some parents of newborns and all that mm. stuff. So I think it is just understanding what your age and stage is. Yeah, definitely. And also just like if we bring in singles into this, a lot of the time, like that's the way that you actually find out whether you're connected to someone. Like, yes, you've got your Tinder and your Hinge and you can mm. talk with them on that for nothing for ages. Mm. But that actual physical connection with someone you're not going to see unless you go on a date. And then it's like, well, how many opportunities are you going to give yourself to find love, right? <laughs> so before you met Troy, mm. when you were going through your dates, what was your strategy financially? Was it, I'm just doing coffee or drinks, one drink, one coffee, and I'm out of there? Or was it always over a meal? How did you do that? Uh, I, well, I had some I had a little bit of like a blunder, I would say, like a financial date mishap mm. um, early on, which led me to um, finding more financially savvy ways to date. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I went on a date with this guy and he paid, which was so lovely, but the date itself cost about $300. Well, first time, first, first date. date. Never met him before. And so first of all, I mean, that's red so, flag, maybe, red I flag. don't know. Also so much pressure on me. I was like, oh my God, like I hadn't even met the guy and he's told me he spent this money on our date. And I was like, oh my God, what if I don't like him? What mm. am I going to do? I turn up at the date and he looks nothing like his profile picture. His profile picture was probably him in high school or maybe like just getting out oh, of high school. Like it was gosh. like very like youthful. Um, he was just a little bit older than he let on. And Did his age match on the profile? I don't think so. Mm. We didn't really get into that. He also like it was just an awkward date overall. Mm. Like he didn't look like his profile picture. There was basically no connection. And then I'm like, oh my God, he spent so much money on this date. How do I tell this guy that like, I can't do it anymore. And so that sort of started me going, look, I'm not, I'm not just going <laughs> to go on these dates willy nilly anymore. I'm actually going to plan them out and think about it beforehand. And that's when, yeah. But I mean, if you're in. like swiping and matching and organizing a meetup, I just think... A coffee in sunlight and daylight. Yeah. Just smash and grab it. Just get in, <laughs> have a coffee, get the hell out. A hundred percent. And that really is like that's our first low cost date. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So 
I mean, Troy, do you want to talk about this one? Yeah, I'll go straight into it. I mean, yeah. I'm I agree with you. I'm I'm a big fan of the the get a coffee date, the go for a drink date, because whether you're a morning person or you're a night person, going out and getting a single drink, and even if you're going to be the one to buy the drinks, you're sitting anywhere between like you know what a four to six dollar coffee mm. for yourself, or if you're going out for night. Generally, if you're in the city, like a beer is going to be unfortunately like eight to twelve dollars, depending on what you're having. But I think the best part about it, especially for first dates as well and first meetups, is you can comfortably drink a coffee or a beer or whatever in about half hour, 45 minutes, and that's enough time to sort of gauge conversationally how this is going. It's one of, like, when I was dating is what I would always suggest, and that way when the drinks are done, if you, you think it's going... Done. You can be done. <laughs> you can be done. If you, you think it's run. going well, you, you offer more or, so, or maybe you offer to do rounds, If you and, and you'll know if it's not going well. It's funny that like with online dating and apps, right, it really does prove like, sure, I've liked the look of this person, I like mm. the vibe, so I've swiped right or clicked whatever. And then it really does prove when you meet up, they can be the best looking person you've ever seen, but if there's <laughs> nothing there... Some people are fantastic shows. at conversing online as well. Yeah. I mean, when I was, you know, dating, there were times where you'd have these amazing conversations and you'd meet up and all of a sudden, even myself, I'd go like, I don't know what to say anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to do because that interaction with someone completely changes. Mm. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you've got a liquid date. Just, yeah. And I mean, do you guys still do liquid dates? Oh my God. Every together? day. <laughs> I love coffee. Yeah. I drink coffee every single day and like... Yeah, if we're not going to work, one of our very first things is I'll be like, let's get dressed, let's get out of the house, let's go for a walk, let's get a coffee, yep. and we'll do a little walk around, we'll chat about what we're gonna, what our plan is for the day, what we want to get out of it, or even in the afternoon if we're exhausted and we're like, oh, it's been such a day, I'll be like, hey, let's let's grab a quick drink. Yeah, it helps like wind down for the afternoon. How was your day? You know what? But did- you wouldn't leave the house for that. Mm, sometimes we will because we've got the pub down the road. Yeah, so yeah. we can always just duck down. And sometimes we'll, I'll just make coffee at home or we'll yeah, make a drink sweet. at home. We'll just like sit on the couch in our little area and just chat. Mm. Yeah. So did you have the what's cheap to each other chat? Yes. Yes. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> and were you both on the same page? No. No, we weren't. Really? <laughs> yeah, not to start with um, because, and this, and it was, it, you know, it's, it's for me. It was very confronting. I grew up where, not to get too much into it, but I grew up where like money was it was scarce, but at the same time, when we had it, we spent it because mm. all of a sudden you had money. And so yeah. I've I've grown up with that as like a way mm. to use money. And so, you know, even though I'm working for what I consider is like good amount of pay, mm. I'm in a position where you know I'm only really learning how to actually use my money. Um, and so, yeah, we had that conversation where, like, all of a sudden we're like, what is what is cheap? Mm. What has Gina taught you about money? Gina has taught me a lot about money, uh, really a lot about just not needing to use it straight away, looking at the things that you, you know, defining your wants, your needs, mm. but also, like, seeing the value in the things that I want and going, how badly do I want it? How How long will I wait for it? If I won't wait three months for it, maybe I don't actually need it as mm. badly as, as I think I want it because I just I, I have that pull to spend. Actually, I've seen you at Impulsive Synonymous. <laughs> <laughs> You're stop, still going stop. to that? <laughs> <laughs> but she's really taught me this idea of like before, like when I get my pay, when I see the money come in, go, where does this need to go? 
and how far can it go, I think is the big, the biggest one. How far can my money actually go rather than what can it get me now? Gina, what's Troy taught you about money? Don't spend it. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I think I, I learned a lesson recently from Troy mm. and I bow my head and apologize for it because I'm – I'm someone who, like, I know my budget for things, but I'm, I am I like to spend, like, a little amount of money at a time. I don't like to do, like, a, a big bulk spend, say, for groceries or something. And so I usually, like, do the groceries, but I do it like a, like a daily or a bi-daily situation. Right. So I'll be like, just buy the ingredients for dinner, you know, and just get that. And Tro- Troy grew up in household where you would buy the weekly grocery shop, right? Mm. And so one, we got home from, it was like a trip away and I was so tired. I'm like, babe, can you go get like the groceries? And I thought he was just going to come home with dinner. And he came home with the whole week's worth of groceries. And at the time I remember going, oh my God, like, why would you do that? <laughs> you spend all that money. And then I, I was talking to my best friend about it and she was like, Gina, if you add up all your weekly grocery spends, it's like mm. your daily grocery spends, it's exactly the same amount of money, if not more than like the weekly grocery shop. And so I am now like, right, well, I will be changing what I do. But I mean, you could probably <laughs> get a little bit more scale because if you just buy a little bit more, exactly. it's a little bit cheaper. Yeah. But I get like, if you're coming from irregular income, yeah. you've got to cash flow it every couple of days. Yeah, because you just it it kind of changes so much. It takes a while to get to that so critical mass, yeah. It's so inconsistent. And also I think in terms of my money story, this idea of like if I see a smaller number, that's positive to me. Whereas if I'm seeing the bigger numbers, I, I feel very guilty about that, mm. you know. Um, and I think a lot of people do. They, they won't spend the money... Like if you're buying a T-shirt, say, they'll see a $5 T-shirt at Kmart and they'll be like, oh, great bargain. And they'll buy maybe like, you know, 50 of them a year or something, right? Rather than buying like one really good quality T-shirt that's like 50 bucks, that's going to last them a lot longer. Does mm. that make sense? Yeah, Only totally. because that bigger price tag scares the bejeebus out of them. It, it is hard to get to that critical mass. Like yeah. it, it's hard to get to the critical mass where I pay my car insurance in one go. Oh, totally. As right. opposed to monthly, yeah. even though paying it in one go saves ten to twelve percent a year. Hundred percent. It's almost like getting to that level of good vibes and flow in your money. That it's you're so able hard. to do that. It's yeah. expensive to get yeah. there because you've got to pay monthly on stuff. Yeah. And that's really why, you know, with the Glenn James spending plan that I teach, it really does get people you know, onto that system so they can pay for stuff yearly sooner than later. What's the second date option that you've got? This one is pizza and beers in a park or your equivalent of. Sometimes it can be fish and chips and a soda. Mm. But I worked out pretty quickly when I was dating that a six-pack of beers and a pizza kind of cost the same. (laughs) And I was like, I feel like that's a fair spending for both parties. And then now that we, like, I'm coupled up, it's just such a wonderful thing to do together because it feels really cute. Mm. Like, going on a picnic and, like, having the pizza out and the beers. Yeah, it's it's very nice after, like, a busy day where we'll go through our list of, like, things that we want to get done and be like, oh, we really got all those things done. Like, we're exhausted. It's like, you know, why don't we... Why don't we pizza beer picnic it? Let's <laughs> let's go pick up for a pizza. I'll grab the beers yeah. and we'll go sit down and yeah, we'll just have a nice especially in summer. Like right now, mm. it's like really the perfect time to be doing it, which we love and I love going out by the beach. So Oh, that's a good one. And again, a lot of these options are for any ages. Yeah. And you know, if you're looking if you've got primary school kids, fish and chips, picnic, yeah. afternoon, 
it's yeah, it can turns be used into for a, a whole family event as well. And like mm. it's it's one of those things where you got to think about you're not going to eat out every single every single night. You're not going to eat out every single weekend, mm. maybe. But it's picking those times where you go. Let's let's do that now. This is a good time to do it. We're all sort of in that headspace of we deserve to go out and, and take a break from cooking at home, which we know is always going to be the cheapest option. But there's now every now and then where you go, let's have that moment to rest. And I would yeah. encourage everyone to invest in a good sized picnic rug and just leave <laughs> oh, in your yeah. boot. Definitely. Well, that's we have ours in the boot. Yeah. yeah. We always. leave a lot of our camping gear in the boot, actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we might just stay the night here. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> that's what we were literally doing five five seconds before this podcast. Troy was like, right, what beaches are on around here? <laughs> yeah. Love it. Well, there you go, everyone. And, you know, some beers or soft drinks and chips, like, that's got to be less than $25 for two people. Yeah, oh, definitely. Definitely, is. yeah. We get, you know, yeah, fish and chips will probably set you back, like... Anywhere between, what, 15, 20 bucks and then, mm. yeah, a couple of drinks. You sit down, chill out, mm-hmm. picnic rug. Take some AeroGuard. <laughs> Take some AeroGuard. And your sunscreen. Don't and your sunscreen. SPF. <laughs> what else have we got? So our next one is actually, um, this is probably one of Gina's favorite ones. <laughs> and I was shocked the day that we, she suggested it and we went for it. Uh, she calls uh, it her Master is... Chef mystery box date. Wow. Uh, <laughs> she loves cooking shows. <laughs> And I love them so much. One day she's like, I've got this great date idea that I want to try out. I just thought of it. <laughs> I'll bring over a mystery box of food, just some ingredients, and you're going to try and cook something out of it. And, and I'm not a, like the most amazing cook. I are can, you allowed to add staples? You are, you are. Oh, okay. So the, the idea here is you're, if you're the one getting the food, you bring over three or four ingredients if you want, it yeah. can just be like a, a hero ingredient. So you can tell, you can just say, I'm not going to bring over any, I'm going to bring over a main thing. It's mm. going to be like the main thing of the dish, whether it's a meat or it's a certain type of vegetable or whatever. But yeah, you open up the box and there you are. You've got to cook something out of it. You can use all the rest of the things that are in your kitchen, but you've been given the ingredients that have to go in it. That's um, fun as well. Yeah. It's very fun. You've got to get a bit creative and it can be simple. Like when Gina did it the first time, she brought over just some, you know, chicken breast. She brought over some potatoes. It's It looked like a pretty standard sort of, you know, chicken, potatoes and veg sort mm. of meal. And I just happened to go through our spice cabinet and try and concoct some kind of flavour, <laughs> <laughs> which turned out spicier than I wanted. Yeah, it was, ended up being some Not sort of quite. curry, I think, at the yeah, end of the Yeah, it could have it done with some kind of curry gravy sauce or something, but it was really fun and we remember that because... It was very creative and we had a laugh. Yeah, we did. And also my favourite thing, obviously, and I think everyone's done this, surely they have. You've been in your kitchen and then you pretend you're like Jamie Oliver and you're like talking about it. You're like, and the next thing we're going to do is like chop up these veggies. (laughs) I just like, it's just my favourite thing to do in the whole world. Anyway. (laughs) But it's like, it's it's good as well because I'm just thinking this with families for some family fun as well. It's like you could get... One of the partners to take the kids and like, all right, we're going to go shopping and yeah, we got to surprise pick the things. other person. Yeah. And yeah, oh, so and it great. doesn't have to be expensive. No, no it not can at be, all. yeah, it's honestly, it, it costs us just as much as if though we were cooking mm. our regular meals and sometimes there's leftovers. and Yeah, it could be like yeah. whatever's on special at Coles, like mm. or Woolies or whatever supermarket just you're going with how you these want days. To play the game. Yeah. <laughs> all right, what's up next on the list? Uh, yeah, next we have long walks on the beach. This is like, I tell you what, I I have some favourite dates mm. and they're all of these, but this one definitely takes the cake um, because I do like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain. Mm. Um, <laughs> so long walks on the beach, very cheesy, very rom-com, but it's about 
once again, that quality time together. Sometimes we choose a beach, but most of the time we just love going around the bay together. Um, and it costs absolutely nothing. Mm. Absolutely nothing. You can match it with like liquidation um, and get like a coffee on the way. But honestly, you get to know each other so much, especially like long walk, maybe like 40 minutes to an hour at least. And that's just so much time to learn about each other, to hear about how the other is like how they're getting on with whatever they're working on that year. Like even if you are a couple who like lives together or a family, Mm. you lose touch with that sort of thing so much. Yeah, it is easy to get lost in the day. And I will say this this date idea (laughs) when it first came up, Gina was like, long walks on the beach. I went, oh, please, no. (laughs) Nobody wants this cliche long walks on the beach. She's like, but we do it. We go around the bay. I was like, "That? oh, I see where you're going with this. So this originated from exercise. This is mm. this is just wanting to get out and be active. And it's one of our sort of like one of my personal goals and one of our couple goals, which is we just want to make sure we are being active and we are not just always at home. And so we are lucky enough to have, you know, this bay down the road, like 10 minute walk down the road that we walk around. It takes about an hour, hour and a half. And so it, it kind of originated from there. But yeah, it's turned into this fun activity where, yes, sometimes we get coffee on the way and along the way we'll just point out random things like... Dogs. Dogs. <laughs> so many dogs. Dogs, for me, clouds. clouds. I don't know what it is. I think clouds are really interesting. Mm. But it is this kind of like, I think movement is always really good mm. for conversation. Um, and so whether you can go around a bay, a lake, you can go to a park, National you can go... Park doesn't whatever. matter. Yeah. yeah. Like get get out and go for a walk and you'll find that that movement will always encourage uh, more conversation. And if it, at least more. if you have to have real talks, you're not looking at their face directly. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes when you go bring up something really important and you're like, yeah, listen, I <laughs> I flooded the lounge room or something, something ridiculous. Like sometimes, yeah, movement helps. Mm. And if you want to, I guess if you're maybe you're in an area where there isn't a bay that you can walk around or not, like for a bus ticket, you can travel to like a beach or something and walk somewhere that is more appealing to you than your local area. Yeah, always look for like, there's only so many times you can walk around your local park, definitely, yeah. <laughs> but there is a there is probably a bus I mean, route. it's the start of the year, so you could sit down with your partner and be like, let's plan out five or six locations that we haven't been together. Yeah, and definitely. go... In the year, we've got to go there. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. And it it is layering that with time together, exercise, and really low cost, um, something Um, to do. Yeah, that one's free. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Well, speaking of free, actually, our next one one is one of my favourite ones, which is what's on in your area. And so this originated from uh, our housemate goes to the Glebe Markets, like almost every single time. (laughs) And every now and then we will go and... I forgot how much I enjoy being amongst amongst people and amongst like just like things that are happening around me. And so looking at what is happening in your area, generally if you go to your council's like website or something, they'll have a list of all the upcoming events and you can go to those. I didn't realize how much fun I could have at a fruit and veg market till I went to one. I didn't realize how much <laughs> fun I could have at your, you know, your Easter hat parade that they're going to put on around because, yeah, the, some of those things are for kids, which is great for families. But there's always something. They're always trying to cater to every age group. So there's always something to do with these things. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. And a lot of community groups also run events. Like Troy has this favourite camera shop in Sydney called George's Cameras and they often run an event with Sony. Um, mm. I think it's like once a month or something like that. Yeah, I think it's like once a month and generally you pay like five bucks and you get you get a coffee there or a beer if it's a night thing and you 
get to meet other photographers and you get to like learn new things about your craft. Yeah, definitely. And it's a great night out. It's just, yeah, where I get to meet, I've made a lot of friends going to those actually. Yeah. So like community groups are great for that sort of thing as well. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, what next, have we got? Yeah. Next date is geocaching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, have you done any? No. no not nah, your cup of tea? Probably not. <laughs> Definitely. It can be as adventurous as you want. Yeah. But some spots can be very adventurous. For those of you that don't know, geocaching is, there's an app and they give you, I guess it's like a puzzle in a way because they've all these little clues and hints to finding an actual physical treasure that someone has hidden for you in the city. And it's all over the world. So like you could be in a completely different There's things hidden in national parks. There's things hidden in probably just down the road from wherever you live. Like there's one around the corner near the coffee shop hidden behind a little tile that's broken. So what's the app? So the app is like a – so the app is how you log everything that you find. Mm. And if you want to hide something, you take a photo of the the area to give like some clues about where it might be. You leave a riddle and you have to try and like decipher. But like what's the app that I download? Uh, just geocache. Oh, yeah. it's the it's actual – literally called geocache, yeah. yeah. Right. So if you download – I thought it was pronounced geocaching. Oh, I'm from Newcastle, so <laughs> – so am I. I, I don't know. My, my I've weird. never considered. Maybe it is geocaching. Geocaching, geocaching. I don't know. Let me just Google this. <laughs> I also pronounce Kuji. Is it Kuji? Kuji. You say Kuji. I say Kuji. But it's Kuji. So geocaching. it could just be the way I'm pronouncing it. Geocaching pronunciation. Here we go. Let's have a listen here. Oh, no. Let's, this is interesting. I'm going to play it here. Geocaching. Oh, it is caching. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay, great. Yeah. Great. I, I just think maybe I saw it as cache, like the computer yeah, memory. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Anyway, irrelevant podcasting content. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great date. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> the good thing about that one is I think it gives you some like a goal. Oh, it yeah. sends you to a place mm. that you might not normally go to and – I don't know. It layers. It adds Probably on. Probably good something for fun. families as well. The kids will love it. Finding things. Yeah. It's the hard thing. Kids will love it. Troy and Gina will love it. <laughs> the hard thing is you got to leave the treasure there. You don't take yeah, it home. Right. Leave the treasure. So I think there's an option that. that's been added where you can tr- swap it for something new. Yeah. Depending, some spots will let you kind of. Oh wow. Take. And leave a new so thing. like randomly, I could hide a keep cup somewhere. Yeah, yeah, and like some people will leave. They'll leave like a ring, or they'll leave like yeah. just yeah something small. That you, and the idea is you can swap it, but the spot stays the same, so you can always find it. I find it's also it would be really good if you're on like maybe a second or third date if you want to learn how you problem solve together. That's the secret behind I, it. <laughs> yeah, like I have done this before when I was like early twenties. And I'm like with someone that I was like, "Mm, I don't know about this kind of person. And it took us so long to find this thing. And it was just like, obviously a red flag, right? (laughs) I, I, um, I was saying to someone the other day, like, if you want to get to know someone, it might have been men on the podcast, you got to take them to Ikea, you've got to buy a... a cabinet together, you got to take it home and you got to make it together. It's basically an escape room that you're allowed to leave. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be right back after this. If you're after personal financial advice, don't get it from a podcast. If you would like help based on your own personal situation, head over to sortyourmoneyout.com. Click get help and we'd be happy to introduce you to one of our trusted advisors. Our panel of advisors, mortgage brokers and accountants work with clients all over Australia so they can connect with you wherever you are. That's sortyourmoneyout.com and click get help. (laughs) 
millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Radio, we're back and we're talking about low-cost date options. Thanks for listening. Hey, a bit of housekeeping for the podcast. There's a new book, Sort Your Property Out and Build Your Future. If you're interested in buying a property this year to live in, or as a first investment property, second property, all the things, you need the book, Sort Your Property Out and Make More Money. We're actually also planning a book launch property seminar where John will teach all the property stuff. You can come along, you can meet John. I'll probably come to each event as well. You can say hi. We're not going to record any of it. It'll all be off the record, just intense property stuff. We'll have some drinks to celebrate the book launch. We'll put a link in the show notes to buy tickets. We're only doing Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne, and Perth, unfortunately. And that's unfortunately that we're not doing the other cities. Not unfortunately, we're going to Perth. Uh, Take that as you may. Uh, But that's what we need to talk about at the moment. The book launch, the book, and we thank you so much for your support in our endeavors. And it will add so much value if you are interested in property. We're talking about the low-cost date options with Gina and Troy. And remember, just use this as brain fodder. What can you do with your partner, your family, your first or second Bumble or Tinder date? Don't have to spend lots of money to have lots of fun, okay? Uh, What's the next one? Um, So our next one is... um well, obviously, if you've matched with this person or you're connecting with this person, um, you've got a shared interest or hobby. Yeah, chances are there's something you two quite like. Interesting chances. chances. Do you, you guys know. like something together? Well, we're pretty <laughs> lucky in this sense that um, because Gina does acting and everything, she's quite comfortable in front of a camera, kind of part of the role. And I happen to be pursuing photography. So one of my, my personal things that I go out and I do weekly is I go out and I I do street photography in the city. It gets me out of the house. It takes me away from work. It takes me away from... It's really just my sort of little space. But 
because of that, I've always got my camera on me. It's always somewhere nearby. And so we actually go out and every now and then Gina will join me and she'll try and do some photography and <laughs> then she will very graciously model for me so I can get when I need someone to walk through a frame and I don't want it to be a stranger or I need to get closer to someone for a reflection shot or something like that, she, she'll be there for me, which awesome. is great. <laughs> yeah, it's about finding that shared interest or that shared hobby and doing it together. Um, and it doesn't have to be all the times you do it together. Like if I was on every street walk of choice, I think he would, I would drive him mm. insane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, find something that works for you. A lot of this, it's, and what are dates? Dates are doing stuff together to pass time. <laughs> yeah. 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 Finding someone that you, you enjoy being around and doing activities together. Mm. That's really what a date is. And funnily enough, with Tinder and Bumble and all that, you kind of have this little portfolio of here are the activities I like to do and maybe you'd like to do them too. Mm. And I find that with dating, something we forget after what I guess is called the honeymoon period is we forget about those things that we like doing together, what interested us first. And it's always good to reflect back on that and go, oh, yeah, that we went on those dates and we did those things, you know, like we went bouldering or we went to the national park. I talked to someone, they went on a date with a guy and they played tennis. That's so cool. Wow. Could they both play tennis? No. Oh. But you try it. You try <laughs> it. You try it out together. Like, I was like, that's so lucky to meet someone else that's also a tennis player on that app. <laughs> like, Sometimes you just got to, you got to give it a go. You go, would I do that? I'd mean, I'd try it. I'd try it. I would would do tennis. try everything once. Exactly. Or twice. All right. What else is on the list? This is one that got added pretty late, actually. Mm -hmm. But we realised recently how much we quite like this this place. Yeah, we go to the library a lot. It's cool. It's calm. Mm -hmm. It's quiet. It's collected. (laughs) You can bring a coffee. Most most libraries anyway. Yeah, it um, sort of started out as a admin sort of space. Yeah, because um, it's so, I guess, when you're in your house, sometimes it's so easy to like, you know, put on the TV or like scan through your, your like TikTok or whatever. Whereas when you take yourself to the library, you're actively in a space where you can work on your own stuff, like your life admin. So you can be like, okay, well, I'm here now. So it's like an office for you, right? So we started out as those sort of like admin dates together at the library. But it's also really lovely to like walk around and talk about like the books you're reading or maybe your favorite books that you've read, even go to the DVD section and just like have nostalgia. That's my favorite part. (laughs) This is where it also, this is where it began. You can borrow DVDs still. And so we were walking around, Gina was pointing out all these wonderful books because she reads a lot, so much. (laughs) And I was looking at it going, look at all these wonderful books that I won't read, Mm. but they're cool. And so I started walking around as well. And yeah, they have like a CD section and a DVD section. And I went, wow, this is kind of like the equivalent of going to Blockbuster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I said to her, I was like, hey, on Friday, because there was um, a movie or a TV series. We wanted to watch Sailor Moon. That's yes. right. We're talking about watching old 90s yeah. like animes. And we couldn't find it anywhere on, on streaming. And there it was in the library. And I was like, oh, my God. On Friday, let's get pizza or let's get some cheap takeaway. <laughs> Come down to the library, just like you would Blockbuster. And rent a movie. That's it. That's what we're going to do. And it was this real nostalgia kick of like going and like selecting a movie together. Yeah, it's so funny that on a Friday or Saturday night, you had to drive to get (laughs) content to take home and watch and then drive it back. Yeah, you had to like full return it. It was a whole trip 
but it's something that you don't need to do anymore. And mm. I mean, how many times do you go through Netflix now or you know any streaming service and go, I don't even know what I want to watch. There's so much choice. Oh, I've got like five streaming services and I always don't have anything to watch. <laughs> exactly, right? But if you go to the library, it's like you've got to pick one of these things, mm. you know, and they're all, they're all great. They're all Yeah, classics. it's this little hidden gem that we you hear about a lot. And, you know, even being a teacher, I say, go to your local library. And I didn't really know, I didn't really know what that meant for a mm. long time. I thought I'm just encouraging kids to read because that is a really great skill to have and I need to read more. And I've got two books that I am working my way through, but... I just found, yeah, more value in that than just finding a book. What I want to encourage people with in this podcast is some of you are in relationships and it's lost the F-U-N. <laughs> yeah. It really has. So how can you be encouraged to reactivate the F-U-N mm. and enjoy each other's company? Like yeah. you're with them all the time. Make it fun. And it's okay to, to think like this sounds a bit ridiculous. Going to the library sounds kind of like, come on, really, the library? But when you (laughs) go and you do something, you'll probably find what we've found is that you do start making it fun. And what I would encourage, because a lot of people listen to this, their partners might not listen to this, can you actually organise a surprise little event Mm. of one of these things we've talked about, whether it's the MasterChef thing or... It's like, hey, we want to have some fun and I'm going to surprise you with this thing and you, what are we doing at the library? (laughs) Well, you will see, my friend. You You will see. What DVD do you want to watch? Mm. All right. Speaking of, what's the next one? Well, it kind of links in whether you want to get a DVD at the library or, as you said, we've all got streaming services. Everyone obviously could do a little like at-home cinema. Mm. Now, we did talk about this one. This was a little controversial because it was like, but people watch movies and TV shows every day. So how is that a date? And it's Mm. like, well, elevate it, make it gold class for you, you know, go and like buy some movie snacks that you want to eat together. Um, Maybe have an intermission halfway through. And the intermission was big. So when Gina (laughs) brought this one up, I was, I was the one that was a bit of a pushback going, but we binge stuff all the time. We're always watching a movie (laughs) with dinner. Like what's the difference? And I said, you're going to have to convince me of this one. We're going to have to try it. Like there's no point in me just saying, no, let's give it a go. And so we dressed up as if they were going to go out to the movies we went down to the shops and picked out our favourite movie <laughs> snacks, which were a lot cheaper than at the movies. Yeah. Can I just say how fun it is to walk into, like, the supermarket in, like, full glam <laughs> and your Dressed best up. dress and be like, yes, I'm important. <laughs> and, 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 yeah, yeah. and then we, we picked our movie yep. on, you know, on Netflix. We started watching it and then halfway through, Gina pauses it and it was before it really got into it. It was, it was like, a good sort of, like, drama. And... I said, what are you doing? She's like, oh, this is the intermission. I was like, what do you mean? She's like, well, now we're going to have some dessert. We're going to sit down. We're going to chat about what we <laughs> think is going to happen in the movie. Okay. I'm a big fan of the intermission. Yeah, it's cute, Bring right? it back. They do it in the theatre. <laughs> yeah. So when I was a kid, I spent a lot of time in Gloucester because my grandparents had a farm there. Mm. And in the school holidays, they would have movies that they put on. So yeah. we'd go into the Gloucester RSL. Yeah. That's so And good. you watch the movie in the day or the evening and they have an intermission. They're so good. It's it's amazing. Mm. So speaking of, they need to do this because I've like I love going to the cinema, mm. and I recently joined the Hoyts Club. Oh, and it's congratulations! Paid, thank you. <laughs> I think it's like fifteen dollars a year. Yeah, but you get ten percent off all the tickets, so it oh. pays itself off. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. It paid itself off because I bought tickets for two other people the other night when I went. Mm. I'm like, I'll join it. Yeah. 
I'm a bandit for popcorn, mm. unlimited refills. <gasps> wow. So I, I got in as soon as I got in. I'm just like, I'm, I don't need to wait for the movie now. I'm just like, <laughs> that's yeah, so great. Previews, yeah. ads, and all that. Because mm. normally you're trying before to hold it's, off. You are. But before it started, I went back out and got my refill. And you refilled. That's and I was why. You, GTG, baby. That's why you need the intermission. <laughs> exactly. Halfway through, you, exactly. you want to refill that popcorn. I really do. <laughs> uh, but Hoyts, they are, they are cheaper. Uh, yeah. I go to the Hoyts of Charlestown. But also, what's with the 20 minutes of ads? Just charge me more and have less ads. Okay, what's the next point? <laughs> next one is a great one if you want to get away from your phone, get away from technology, and you don't want it to be too food-related, but mm. you also don't want to go out. It's really mm. a good winter one, actually, is a board game night. It is yeah. so good. I mean, I've been playing Dungeons & Dragons for like oh, nearly 10 years now with my main group of friends, and recently... I'll, you guys I, must be just a hoot and a half. Oh, we are. <laughs> Such a party. <laughs> but I introduced Gina to it because I went, you're probably going to love this. And we started playing this year. Mm-hmm. And luckily I was right. She thoroughly enjoys it. Yeah, we have a, we have a date every fortnight and we go and we play tabletop. <laughs> but it is a big investment into something like that. That's like a, a ongoing story game. Mm. However, whenever we have someone who can't play, because we're not going to play without them because it's really all together, Mm. we will still get together on that same Fortnite, but we'll play board games instead. So we're still hanging out with our friends. So to us, we went, this is kind of like a, almost like a good double date if you want want other couples around. Okay, I reckon there's one thing that every household needs to buy. It used to be the Monopoly game, Monopoly Deal. It is so good. No, I'm not. I I am an advocate against Monopoly in general. I I cannot stand that original game. Capitalism. I don't like wealth. You know what I hate? This is what I don't like. I don't like the lazy reskins to make it look interesting. Oh look, it's Simpsons Monopoly. Oh look, it's no, it's not. It's regular Monopoly with pictures on it. But I will say this: Monopoly deal is the best thing I have in my classroom. It has changed my life. Those kids love it and I love it. It's actually yeah. so good. Yeah, so everyone, buy a Monopoly deal. We'll put a link in the show notes <laughs> if I can get an affiliate link for that on Amazon. Um, but you're right. Like it could be like it doesn't just have to be obviously something like d It could be like a classic like Scrabble. Um, I love playing Scrabble. And it's, well, I don't. <laughs> That's okay. I, I got it out. I, I bought a, the proper Scrabble a couple of years ago and I had someone over. I'm like, let's play a game of Scrabble. We got it out. I'm like, this sucks. Let's just play Words with Friends. Then we don't have to like. <laughs> Words with Friends is great. There's friends. so many. Yeah, there's really good. But this is family friendly, cheap yeah. entertainment as well. Totally. That isn't on a device. Yeah. Yeah. That's, totally. it. that's the point. The point is you are, you know, we are always, I have my phone on me constantly. Like if I get a message, I know about it. My watch. Yeah, yeah. My watch will tell me when anything is happening on my phone. Yeah. That's how connected I really am. I got rid of my Apple watch years ago oh, for that it, reason. I just find like it really hard. It on me. But something anyway. about it, I just like mm. knowing that I need to, like that I've got things happening. I don't know. It's just there. So if Gina calls, <laughs> you're onto her. <laughs> it's pretty right. I'm at a beck and call. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But, oh. yes, there are times where we want to disconnect and it's it's refreshing. And board game night, it sounds, again, it's one of those where you go, really, board games? You go, no, no, trust me. You find the right board game with the right group mm-hmm. of people, you are going to have so many wonderful weekends. My friend yeah. Chris just introduced his kids to Settlers of Catan. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Classic. All right, so you've got two bonus rounds. Yeah, we've got two little extras and these are really just add-ons to make 
like elevate dates that you're already on? Yeah, we couldn't really place these as their own. They really just kept falling into some of the other ones. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, let's talk about it. Let's anyway. talk about them. So the first one is being a tourist in your own city. So it's similar to the what's on your area date, except this time take, if you can, take a little like film camera with you, just like even one of the little disposable ones that they sell at Kmart or whatever. And then you actually, from this moment that you're having, you turn it into a memory because you're getting the photos out of it. And then if it's one of your like first or second dates, you can actually have a reason to be like, hey, I'm getting those photos developed. Do you want to come around and have a look at them? You know? Wink. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a really good way to, to add more sort of like something different to being in a location okay. where you normally are. And just to keep it family friendly as well, you could yeah. also, if you had a family of four, buy four disposable cameras. <laughs> we're going to the city. We're going to tourist in our own city. Yeah. And we're having a photography competition. We've all got to take photos. and. Well, that's the thing. How many times, when we spoke of this, I said to Gina, how many times has someone said to you, oh, you live in Sydney. Have you walked across the Harbour Bridge? Not climbed it, even just walked over it. And I go, you know what? I always say I can do that, but I actually only recently did it for the first time like three, four months ago on yeah. one of my photo walks. I went, oh, I better, I'm going to walk over and take a photo of the opera house. Mm. But it, like, it's this idea of when I lived overseas, I'd ask people in, you know, in England, like, oh, you know, where's a good place to go in London? There were some people in the little town I lived in who had been like, I've never been to London. They never left their like little Gosh. county. So, you know, we say we can go to these places, but this is a good excuse to go to them and be a tourist and go see all those generic things, but you might not have thought of doing. And, okay. Last one, yeah, look. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Last one's a fun one. Okay. It's really good. We, should we try it now? We can try it now, yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. Let me actually read it because they sent some notes. Or just tell me. Okay. okay we'll let's, yeah, we, we'd yeah. have to. There's prep involved. Oh, so okay. We went on a, a mini road trip. Road trip. Um, to I wanted to Wollumbai. to Wollumbai. Wonderful drive. It's up towards Newcastle. Yeah, it's the, at the Hunter. It's yeah. yeah, it's fantastic. It's one of my favourite drives to do, especially whether it's in the morning for the sunrise or in the afternoon for the sunset. It's beautiful, and I want to go there for that reason to do some photography. And Gina said, "Hey, there's this thing that's like trending right now, which is this idea of, I guess, like yeah, telepathy challenge, which is this little atom we've got." And Gina, you should probably explain it because it yeah. your, it's your idea. So, like, a lot of my creators do this couples telepathy challenge where they will choose, like, their favourite, let's say for our example, their favourite road trip snacks in the categories of, like, sweet, savoury drinks and, like, a wild card, right? And you come up with those and then you have to go to the shops and you have to try and buy what the other person's written down. And so when we're on the road trip, then you find like, say, if you're stopping to like have lunch or whatever, like you show each other, you reveal, it, reveal the snacks to each other and you see if you got it right. And it's kind of cute. It's kind of fun. And the best part is even if they get it wrong, chances are they know you well enough that you're still getting a snack that you generally will eat anyway. <laughs> you're still going to get good snacks. Mm. So it's, yeah, it's really good. We, we did this and uh, we obviously have uh, some work to do. <laughs> <laughs> we got, I think we got... Two out of four? Yeah, we got so, two yeah. each right. <laughs> yeah. Tells um, us a lot about us. But it was really fun. Like it was just, It's just knowing that there's this little surprise in the car. Yeah. And it's a snack that you're generally going to enjoy. 
And then, yeah, just this this laughing moment of like, you thought I wanted this? I I thought when I read it was like, read my mind. It kind of is reading my mind. Like it's like this, like you know what you would get and they have to try and guess that, you know? Mm. And it can also be like I've also seen a lot of people do it with like drive-thrus where it's like you go through and you're like, okay, I'm going to pick what that person in front of me is, like what what my couple, my partner is choosing, you know? Yeah, so if you go through Macca's drive-thru to get coffee... Yeah, sure enough. I'm, I I reckon I'll get her coffee right. Generally, it's like a lactose-free uh, flat white. <laughs> but you go through and it's now a whole meal. Okay. Oh, I'm watching oh. the juice, you know? Wild. Yeah. So <laughs> when both of you started dating, mm. how far, and just finishing up, how far into the relationship or connectiveness or whatever you want to call it, uh, like if what was the first meetup date, number one? Do you remember? Liquidation. It was drinks. Yeah. So it was we, drinks. we said we'll, we'll grab drinks in the city. What time? Was it afternoon, lunch? Yeah, uh, afternoon. Ev- oh, to evening. Going into yeah. evening. Yeah. So it was probably like, I don't know, 6.30, 7. Yeah, okay. Around that sort of dinner time, I guess. And then like at what point, how far into it did you start to talk to each other about money? Uh, I think it was pretty early on very, for me. Mm-hmm. Very early. You yeah. asked me two or three days in. Yeah, exactly no, I remember, I remember exactly when you it. asked me like, you, it was the weirdest question. I'd never been asked what's my money story. <laughs> and I went, oh, I don't know, I guess. Um, I earn money and I spend it. <laughs> that, oh, that's actually a, a really good soft way into it rather than saying, how much do you earn? How much do you have in the bank? Mm. Like, what's yeah. your money story? Like, how did you grow up? Like, yeah. what do you... Well, it was really important to me. And, like, mm. when I wrote down, like, my list of, like, non-negotiables in a relationship, I knew one of the very first things I wanted to talk about was money and mm. how... Because I'm really careful with how I manage it and I want to mm. be with someone that has those same values. I think what worked out is that even though my money story isn't great and where I was two years ago, my money situation wasn't great. I've always been very open about talking about my money because it it's a very good defense mechanism for me because what it would do is it would allow me to set this expectation with my friends mm-hmm. that when I'm saying no to things, it's not because I don't want to spend time with them. It's because they know I don't have money yeah, or I can't afford that or I've some, there's, a, there's a financial stress there that got in the way. And so the more I was able to talk about that with my friends the less they would ask me to do things because they knew. So you're living together now? Yeah. And there's a flatmate? Yes. Yeah, so we, we live housemates. with another couple. Okay, cool. Yeah. And how do you two manage your money in your relationship at the moment? Because we've already been together two years. Two years, yeah. yeah. So where Gina comes in clutch <laughs> because <laughs> she is, yeah, she's very uh, good at sitting down and going, let's do a budget. Let's just look at our finances. Let's have a look at like how much we're spending. What's what's the bare minimum that we need to get by? Yeah. And uh, yeah, so we, we sat down, Gina really facilitated that. And how is that practically set up? Uh, I have a spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. Um, I love a good spreadsheet. <laughs> and I just... I early on when I was I was working full time in my early twenties and I did there was like a free financial service with the company I was working for and they did helped me learn about budgeting and they gave me a spreadsheet template to go off. So I have pretty much used that and then made it suit us. And then we also with any of the costs or expenses, we take into account that Troy does earn more than me. And so we we split the costs appropriately. So practically in terms of physical bank accounts. Yes. Yep. Is there a joint account? No, we haven't. Okay. We spoke about that 
and I didn't want that just yet. It felt a bit too early and I'd had one with a previous partner and went, oh, got it. it gets a bit messy. Mm. And so, but we, we did want to figure out, okay, how do we set up bank accounts for paying bills and paying joint costs and things like that? So we went through with Gina's wonderful budget spreadsheet, found out what are our joint costs. And then we looked at all of our bank accounts and gone, okay, well, where does the rent come out? And because Gina was living with these this couple before I'd moved in, mm. she'd already had like a, a rent, rent account set up, set up yeah. to take it out. So I went, okay, great. So I'll move my rent and my bills into that account because that's where it all comes out from anyway. Yeah. yeah. So it's not per se a joint account, but it functions in a similar, similar way to one way. purely just yeah. for our joint expenses yeah. and, and then, then what's we left have a, over. We do have a separate like grocery card as well. Yeah. One of the things was we actually... So that, okay, so that yeah. separate grocery card, whose yeah. name is it in? It's in my name. Yeah. It, one of the things that we did was we actually just looked at all the cards we had as, yeah, a, at as a couple. <laughs> yeah, we're like, oh, so I have this card that I'm not actually really using for anything. We most will use that for something mm. like groceries because it was really easy to access. And then I think you had a, you had like a teacher's card that we I've used for my, petrol. Yeah. Um, so we, so wow, the, a teacher with teacher's mutual, who would crazy. have thought? <laughs> <laughs> so we use that as our petrol card that sort of just lives nope, near, don't the, say where it lives. <laughs> near the, but, near but the, the car keys. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> but I think what I'm saying is yeah. th- these uh, physical accounts and cards, yes. there's only really ever superficial amounts in there. Yeah. Like there wouldn't be $4,000 sitting in the grocery account. Yeah, no, we have our own savings accounts. Yeah, we have our own savings, our own investment accounts, Yeah, all they're that. just more flow-through accounts for yeah. the yeah, ease yeah. of... The okay. idea is that uh, at the end of every fortnight, generally they'll need a top-up because yep. they'll be empty. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah, cool. And it works. It works for us. Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, we, don't, we haven't yet to have any issues with it. I think it's because it's... It's a very defined number, what has to go into those accounts. The only one that kind of fluctuates really is your grocery account. That's because we're deciding, uh, you know, is what are we buying? Are we going to have, are we having salmon for once? And <laughs> yeah. that's like $20 a <laughs> packet compared meal. to getting, you know, bass or fish, which is like $7 a kilo. Yeah. So that'll, it'll fluctuate a little bit. Yeah, love it. Any final thoughts for, from either of you on any topic to do with dating, money, relationships, <laughs> life? Yeah, I just think have the have the money chats. Like, know it for yourself. That's mm. very important. Talk to yourself first about it, and then make sure you're on the same page as your partner. So important. Mm. Yeah, I mean that is definitely probably the most important thing. I think for me, when it comes to I guess that dating side of things, is stress less about spending money on on doing certain mm. things because you really can with the right person, and you if they're the right person, you'll really find that these cheaper dates or no-cost dates are just as fun because the whole purpose is being with a person and doing an activity. That's it. Yeah, what I've learned from both of you is at the very start we talked about getting on the same page of what cheap is because mm. if you think $50 is cheap and your partner is having an aneurysm, <laughs> there's some misalignment there. Yeah. Yep. So it's just about saying out loud, Hey, I see fifty dollars as a cheap thing. Fifty dollars? What? I could feed a family of a four. A family of four <laughs> with that or whatever. So yeah. I think that's one of the lessons for me. The next lesson is from hearing all your stories. It is more of a activities that you can do with someone you like, mm. someone you love, or your family, mm. or getting to know someone. 
Yeah. yeah. It's just making life fun. Mm. It's That's it's it. finding ways to enjoy it. What are your thoughts about having a separate account for fun joint activities? Well, we do have a we have a date budget. And yep. so that's money that goes into another, like one of my cards. Yeah. And we, that's what we'll use. And if it's, if we don't use it on a week, then that money will just continue to build up. Yeah. There are some weeks where we go, you know, we're going to do more of these cheaper dates where they're really low cost or no cost. And over a few weeks, all of a sudden we go, oh, hey, we we've actually a got a bit of money in there. Let's do something big. Yeah. And I was just thinking like back to that alignment, mm. working out the value tipping point. And what I mean by that is in our lives, I like for me, the value thing is I value quality. Mm. Mm. And because I value quality, that can attract a higher price point. But there's some things that I don't value quality. And it's working yeah. out what are those weird quality kinks yep. that you both have because we've all got them. Totally. And that can be honestly as simple as, you know, if we think about the pizza date, mm. there is a pizza joint down the road from us. We love it. They have fantastic pizza, but they are more expensive. Mm. Yeah. And some people will go, nah, who cares? Pizza is pizza and I'll get it from Pizza Hut yeah. or Domino's. And I would say to them, you are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Invest in pizza. Invest in pizza. Yeah, so I think, yeah, lots of lessons here today. Gina and Troy, thanks for coming on the podcast. Well, thank you so much for, having, you for us. having us. A lot of fun. All right. Bye. We acknowledge the Awabakal people, traditional custodians of the land on which our studio sits, and pay respects to their elders past, present, and emerging. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may listen to our podcast. My Millennial Money supports a variety of charities, and we encourage you to consider giving as part of your overall financial strategy. If you would like some giving options, or if you're unsure about which charity you can support, head to mymillennial.money forward slash charities for more info. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general financial advice only, which does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Because of that, you should consider if the advice is appropriate to you and your needs before acting on the information. If you do choose to buy a financial product, read the product disclosure statement, target market determination, and obtain appropriate financial advice tailored to your needs. Simo Interactive Proprietary Limited, the publisher of the podcast, and Glenn James are authorized representatives of Money Sherpa Proprietary Limited, which holds financial services license 451289. 